In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. What does it look like to be yourself and live in the freedom of Jesus during those middle and high school years? In her latest book, Be Loved, social media influencer and speaker Emma May Jenkins chronicles her high school journey through sports, work, school, friends, and even navigating the lunchroom, all while living out her faith. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm welcoming back Daryl Dash. Daryl is pastor of Liberty Grace Church in Toronto, Canada, and co-founder of Gospel for Life, an online discipleship ministry. He also serves as director of Advanced Church Planning Institute and is the author of a book called How to Grow, Applying the Gospel to All of Life. Find out more about Daryl at his website, dashhouse.com. Daryl, welcome back to In the Word on the Go. Hey, Champ. It's good to be back with you. So, Daryl, what verse do you have to share with us today? I would love to share a verse uh, with you from Romans chapter 16, verse 20. And uh, this is what it says, Romans 16, verse 20. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. So this verse reminds me of one that was featured on this podcast earlier, Genesis 3.15. How would you relate this verse to that one? Yeah, so Paul is writing to uh, a church in Rome, which is really the center. As Back then, the Roman Empire, Rome would have been uh, the center of all of that. So where Paul is talking, he's still... Uh, got this little gospel. It's it's not really widely known. It's a powerful gospel, but it's certainly, you know, Christianity is not that big a deal back then. And uh, as Paul writes to the Romans, he's got this vision of uh, God who's on the move. And the verse really talks about this hope that we have that through the gospel, this God is going to finish the work that he promised in Genesis 3.15, that Satan will be crushed under and I love this. He says, "Your feet." So uh, this is this is just a, a great promise of uh, the ultimate victory of God over evil, the triumph of God over evil. Uh, you know, the God of peace, who through the gospel brings peace to the world, banishing all that's evil, and ultimately the work that Satan is doing on this earth will be finally and fully defeated, and God will reign in in completion, and everything we long for will be true again. So I just love this verse. Mm, so we're on the side of the ultimate snake crusher, the Lord Jesus. Yes, absolutely. So, Daryl, you could have picked any verse. You picked one from Romans chapter 16. Why did you pick this passage? Why is it important to you? You know, the past few years for uh, my wife and I, uh, you, you know, they, I would say they've been really difficult years in many ways. Hmm. And uh, we just had a, a series of, you know, God's been good to us. I don't want to complain. We've had a lot of joys along the way. But I wouldn't call the past few years uh, that easy. We're, we're church planting. Hmm. We've got some uh, kids. Our kids are now older. And, uh, you know, we've had a, a ups and downs. And not just us. We look around. We see that there's a lot of people who are struggling with 
pretty deep troubles, not a lot of easy answers. And when I came across this verse, I don't think I'd ever, I can't remember the first time I came across it in the middle of the struggle, but hmm. in the middle of, of just the reality of everyday life and how tough it is, uh, it just overwhelmed me with hope that, you know, as First John 5.20, another verse that talks about uh, Satan ruling this world, it does feel like in this world, uh, Satan's got the upper hand. And when I read this verse, especially in the middle of trial, it just filled me with hope that that's a temporary situation. Uh, Satan's activity and, and Satan's attacks on us are temporary. And it won't be long that God, the God of peace, is going to crush Satan under our feet. So that just filled me with hope in the middle of, of kind of a tough period in our lives recently. Daryl, I want to ask you about what this verse teaches us about God, but maybe with a particular point, and that is, there seems to be some irony here that it's not the God who's a warrior that's going to crush Satan, but this is the God of peace. Can you help us connect those dots? Yeah, so there is a certain irony there. I mean, you wouldn't expect to read that, right? The God of peace will soon crush right. Satan under feet. You have a God of peace doing something very violent there. And uh, I think that, you know, when you think about uh, God, his agenda is one of peace. So what I've learned about Satan is this. Satan it looks like he promises the good life. Hmm. And uh, it was just yesterday I read on Facebook about a friend of mine who tragically made a sinful decision. I can relate because, you know, when Satan tempts us, he offers the good life hmm. and it looks so compelling. It looks attractive. And yesterday I was reading and my wife and I just said, man, Satan is so deceptive because, you know, what he promises looks so good. Hmm. And yet what it delivers is death, it's bitter, it, it's anything but peaceful, it, it brings destruction. And all around me, I just see like, you know, divorce and hatred and conflict and addiction and all the kinds of things that Satan brings. And the irony here is, you know, Satan who promises peace delivers devastation. Mm. And God who comes in peace is a God of peace who brings peace. The way that he brings this peace to the world is by conquering finally and fully our enemy, Satan, under our feet. So, mm. you know, the most peaceful thing that God is ever going to do is to vanquish Satan. And that's going to usher in uh, the peace that we've always longed for, the peace that Satan promises and that never delivers. And, of course, we understand that this took place through the death of Jesus Christ, that uh, Jesus came uh, to die the death uh, that ultimately won victory over Satan, and Satan was crushed finally will be crushed completely and finally and fully, uh, and we will be free of his devastation forever. So if you were sitting down and talking with your family when your kids were younger, how would you have summarized this verse for them? Yeah, I think I would uh, paint the picture of, uh, take them right back to Genesis 3, and to remind them, you know, Satan is a liar, that Satan came and uh, look at every you know everything bad that we experience as a result of Satan coming, hmm. and uh, right at the beginning, uh, you know Satan promised uh, Adam and Eve this this thing they really long for, and the result of that is everything bad that we see around us. And right at the beginning, God appeared to Adam and Eve and said, "Okay, things are bad, but one day I'm going to crush Satan. One day through the seed of woman uh, that." Satan's going to be completely defeated. And I would go on to say, you know, and this has taken place through Jesus. Jesus has come and uh, he's crushed Satan. So Satan is, you know, right now he's been crushed. He's going to be completely defeated. 
uh, we're just waiting for that to finally happen. So, I mean, I'd, I'd have to think about how to explain that to my young children, but I think I'd try to draw that picture. Kind of a complicated picture, but it's a beautiful picture of, you know, God made this promise long ago, and now he's finally done it through Jesus. He's defeated Satan. So although the God of peace, it says, will soon crush Satan under your feet, it's almost like it's saying, until then, the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Absolutely. The grace can be ours. The, the victory is future, but the grace can be ours right now. Wow, that's good. Would you pray this verse for our listeners today? I would love to do that. Lord, I, I know that even as we're praying right now, uh, I just keep encountering people who are going through unbelievably hard circumstances. Uh, Lord, some are going through anxiety or depression. Uh, Lord, some of us are carrying just a weight of concern for those that we love. Uh, Lord, some of us are facing just insurmountable obstacles. And in the middle of that, we cling to this verse, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under our feet. Lord, we look forward to that day when Satan will be fully defeated. And we look, we can't wait for that day when you'll set wrong, right. Uh, Lord, when all the things that are wrong with this world will be set right again. Lord, we look forward to that day. But until then, we pray with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with each of us. Give us the grace we need for today while we wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So Lord, fill us with hope, even in the middle of our difficulties. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net. Thank you.